Welcome to the Physics Buzz Podcast. I'm Calla Cofield, and this is... Keith Bechtel. Keith is a... I'm a graduate research assistant at Slack in Stanford, and uh, I work on the Fermi Gamma Ray Space Telescope. I'm a collaborator with that mission. That's actually a recording of Keith. I talked to him at the most recent meeting of the American Association for the Advancement of Science. That's AAAS. They met in Washington, D.C. this past February. So Keith is working towards his Ph.D. in astrophysics, and he's analyzing data that's coming in from the Fermi Gamma Ray Space Telescope. Almost, almost all the big scientific projects actually require hundreds of different scientists from around the world to work together. Well, of course, he's not doing it alone, but he's a member of a collaboration of people who are looking at this data and trying to answer some very big questions about the universe, including where do all the gamma rays come from? But let's back up. What's a gamma ray? Gamma rays are, well, they're, they're photons, so they're the highest energy uh, individual particles of light. That's light that we can't see with our eyes. Its wavelength is too short. Now, there are other telescopes that see in many other wavelengths, but gamma rays are the very shortest wavelengths, and it takes a a very special kind of telescope in order to see them. When we say it's a gamma ray telescope, but what it really is is a, a particle detector in space, and we actually see each individual gamma ray come into the telescope and we record its direction and energy to the best of our ability. But we're still able to use the data from Fermi to put together a view of our local universe in gamma rays. So if we could see gamma rays with our eyes, Fermi tells us what it would look like. You look along the the plane of our galaxy and it's, it's much brighter in gamma rays than anywhere else on the sky. When we look away from the plane of our galaxy, we actually still see a diffuse emission. It it really seems to come from all directions. It's a haze of gamma rays. And so scientists want to find out... If what we're seeing is just many, many individual sources, that all of that emission is just somehow blurred together. Or if it's something else. Is there some light source beyond these individual sources that we haven't thought of yet? Kind of like the cosmic microwave background? The cosmic microwave background, that's a constant glow of microwave light that permeates the universe. And it's light that's left over from the Big Bang. It's kind of like the ringing you still hear in the air right after a bell rings. We kind of wonder whether there's an equivalent gamma ray background. Gamma ray scientists like Keith want to answer this question, and they've decided that in order to do that, they first have to identify and count all of the discrete gamma ray sources. Right, yeah, so so encoded in this diffuse gamma ray emission, this isotropic, is actually all of the galaxies that, we, that are in the visible universe. To really understand what is this isotropic emission, we actually have to in some way Uh, include all this information about all the different galaxies that are out there. So maybe we should talk about where gamma rays come from. What are these discrete sources? Gamma rays tend to be produced by very high-energy space particles known as cosmic rays. And these cosmic rays, because they're so high-energy, are only produced in the vicinity of very unusual and extreme astrophysical phenomena and events. Usually these are things that are pretty cataclysmic, like supernova, black holes, these types of things. 
So there are multiple ways to produce gamma rays, even within a single galaxy. So they're trying to understand all of these discrete sources of gamma rays, and then they're trying to add up all the light that's coming from all those sources, and then you compare that sum to the gamma ray haze that Fermi sees. If there really is a large mismatch, then maybe that suggests that there's something that we're missing, that maybe there really is some gamma ray background that we haven't accounted for yet, or that there's other populations of gamma ray sources that we haven't discovered yet or haven't thought about how to, how to account for them yet. There's a lot of work left to be done. It's hard to say if we'll answer this question anytime soon. The trouble with Fermi, really the trouble with gamma ray telescopes, is that they don't have a lot of resolution. Things look very blurry to them. It's like trying to look at the universe through someone else's prescription glasses. Realistically, we may not be able to, to ever resolve every single galaxy that's out there with our gamma ray telescopes. And so we'll always have to sort of think about more creative and indirect means to, to answer some of these questions. That being said, I, I am hopeful that we'll be able to do a better job in the future. With more data, we'll be able to sort of strengthen our knowledge of really what are the, the characteristics of galaxies that, that contribute to their gamma ray luminosity. So it's a work in progress. <laughs> Exploring the universe. It's never done. It's never done. Yeah, we're, we gotta got to stay busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. As always, you can find us at physicscentral.com and tune in next week for more Physics Buzz.